key point, I want us to have one more working definition of one, one last word. The word is rejection. So we have betrayal, we have denial, and this theme of rejection. Merriam-Webster went right back to their circular definitions, the action of rejecting, the state of being rejected. But it's actually Cambridge that gives us the best definition. Cambridge actually gave us the most direct uh, definition. It is the act of refusing to accept, use, or believe someone or something. I like that. That is a good definition that Cambridge has given us. Really good definition. Now, why is that? Three parts. You can say, I refuse to accept it. You can say, I refuse to apply it or use it. And you can say, I refuse to believe it. Those are forms of rejection, right? Uh, I refuse to accept it. I refuse to use it. I refuse to believe it. I want you to consider this. Rejection is the most dangerous of the three words that we've looked at. Betrayal, denial, and rejection. Rejection is the most dangerous of the three. Why? Betrayal is painful. Betrayal is difficult. It cuts deep and it hurts, but it can be overcome. You can, over, you can get over someone betraying you. Judas betrayed Jesus, but that was not Judas's biggest sin. His biggest sin was that he refused to accept what Jesus said. That was his biggest sin. You can get over betrayal. He refused to apply what Jesus said. He refused to believe what Jesus said. Do you hear that? He refused to accept. He refused to apply it. He refused to believe. The very three things that Cambridge gives us as a definition. Those are the three things that Judas refused to do. He rejected Jesus on all three points. That was Judas's greatest problem. Rejection of Christ. That was his greatest problem. When we consider denial, denial is hard. It's, it's hard to be denied. It's, hard to, it's even harder to deny self. Peter denied Jesus, but even that sin can be overcome. Peter, in contrast, ex- did accept Jesus. He applied what Jesus said. He believed what Jesus said. So he didn't reject Jesus. But rejection, ah, we get past betrayal. We can get past denial. Rejection is the most dangerous. Why? Key point number three. Rejection of Christ and his gospel has eternal consequences. That's why it's the most dangerous. Rejection of Christ and his gospel has eternal consequences. Let's pick back up verse 63 to the end of the chapter. Now the men who held Jesus mocked him and beat him. And having blindfolded him, they struck him on the face and asked him, saying, prophesy, who is the one who struck you? Many other things they blasphemously spoke against him. Soon as it was day, the elders of the people, both chief priests and scribes, came together and led him into their council, saying, If you are the Christ, tell us. But he said to them, If I tell you, you will by no means believe. And if I also ask you, you will by no means answer me or let me go. Hereafter, the Son of Man will sit on the right hand of the power of God. Then they all said, are you then the son of God? So he said to them, you rightly say that I am. And they said, what further testimony do we need? For we have heard it ourselves from his own mouth. 
and we come to the end of the chapter. What were they saying? We don't believe you. We don't accept it. We're not going to apply anything that you've said, and we do not believe the words that are coming out of your mouth. In fact, we're going to do everything that we can to see to it that you are put to death. They'd already made up their mind. Jesus, over the next uh, few hours, very few hours, is going to go through a series of formal and informal court hearings. And as we read, as we, as we read through each one, uh, uh, next week especially, um, we should ask ourselves this question. Are they interested in discovering truth or are they interested in their own personal agenda? Which one are they interested in? Because anytime you have, anytime you have any type of trial, what you have is you have to ask yourself this question. Are you interested in truth or are you interested in your own personal agenda's outcome? Which one do you want to see? Do you want truth to be known? Do you want truth to be known? Then that, that's, that's, that's good. If you are just interested in your own personal self-agenda, then what are you doing? You're not denying self. You're interested in what? I want, I want to pursue self. I want to pursue self-interest. I want to pursue what I want. I want to pursue my agenda or the agenda of, of those around me. If the goal in justice, as we, as we look at this, if, if the goal of justice is, is, is to happen, if that's our goal, to see justice, then we must deny ourselves that is to say, we deny our own desires, we deny our own motives, we desire what we want to see happen, and instead, we do what? Pursue truth. What, what's truth? The only way that we have justice in any situation is to care more about truth than we do ourselves. We deny self and pursue truth. And that leads me to one last thought. When we deny truth and pursue our own personal interest, justice crumbles. When we deny ourselves and pursue truth, justice prevails.